up, guys? It is Teen Talk, and that was Highway to Hell by ACDC. Um, what is up, guys? Happy New Year. Um, it's going to be a different episode today. Well, I should say three. This is a three-part special, but it's going to be different today. I'm by myself, and then Sayer is by himself, and then we will come together um, on our episode. But our topic today is American football. Um, recently, well, actually yesterday, um, my mom was like, well, let's have a movie night. So, you know, I find movie nights interesting. I love watching movies, um, especially interesting movies. Uh, excuse me. I like scary movies. I love controversial movies. And I especially love movies about our history as in African-Americans. So, um, she brought like you know, to this, our, our attention, this movie called National Champions, which came out in 2021. Um, basically, a college football student um, named Lamar um, boycotted college football because he felt as though um, he had been doing free labor, which he had because his coach was making millions and millions of dollars each year and there were students who had gotten injured, who had gotten hurt, who had no coverage, and who weren't getting paid. Um, so he basically brought it to the media's attention. It was a really, really good movie. Um, I wish there would have been some sort of outcome because um, I'm a tunnel, tunnel vision person. Like I'm like, when I start something, I like to see the finish of it. And um, I'm sure he had a intent to have a finish but the movie it was a a very sudden thing but it was also very powerful so um yeah it was a very interesting movie so um me and Sayer needed a topic so I was like you know why not football um Sayer's been interested in football I don't know how long like pretty much all his life uh we started out playing t-ball I believe in it was like, I think we were maybe like five and six during T-ball. T- oh, I can't speak, guys. T-ball. And, um, you know, Sayer, boys like to, a lot of boys like to play sports. Fe- women do too, but a lot of boys predominantly like to grow up playing sports. So, um, he grew up loving football. He had a love for football. You know, he had Kids that love for basketball, baseball. He just had a very passionate love for football. And, um, yeah, so he's always had a cool, cool connection with football. And he currently plays football. So I thought this would be an interesting topic to talk about American football. So me personally, I'm not a huge sports fan. I'm not a nerd. Like, I'm not a nerd for sports. I don't I'm not any fantasy leagues or anything like that. I don't really keep up. Um, you know, my brother from time to time tell me about um, things he likes in football, <clears throat> excuse me, or teams that have won. And I'm like, cool, 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 whatever. <clears throat> you know, being the big sister that I am. So, uh, yeah, I thought this would be a pretty interesting topic uh, to go into, considering the movie. Yes, but it is a really great movie um, to watch. I think all of you should check it out. So, yeah, 
Um, so we are going to kick it off with some obvious racial issues in American football. So often people have compared, and it's a very hard comparison, um, often people have compared football to a modern-day slave trade. And I do feel as though it does have some slave tactics, you know, like how they would um, check the health of a slave, kind of just have them on a market. And college football is like that market. It's like, you know, well, I want to pick which one to come play out in the huge, big field, um, you know, earn a lot of money and be in front of millions of people, you know. So um, there has been a huge controversial question around whether football is like a modern-day slave trade or um, – you know, just things like that where they have people on the market and then the coaches on the team. Um, I think that was my mother's biggest concern um, in football period because, you know, Sayer now, he's very buff. Like, he looks older than he actually is. And she knew that he could do anything he wanted to, but his mind to is a lot of determination. But – the thing she feared for was, you know, people kind of like, oh, yeah, he, like, I don't know, like, I don't know the word for it. It's hard. Because I don't know the word for it. It's like when you're like, oh, my gosh, like, that's nice. Like, that's what I want. Like, it's just like that. She didn't want him to be um, kind of part of that at all because she felt like, Football, well, she continues to feel like football is a modern-day slave trade. So, um, yeah, she didn't want him to be accustomed to that. So, yeah, but I can fully understand that. Um, yeah, that's been a, a topic for a long time. And then it also came up in the movie that we watched yesterday um, about it being a modern-day kind of thing and um, just things like that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to kick it off. Let's see, I'm going to get an example. So I want to start off with kind of like a historical thing. Um, like just something that's been happening over time. Like it's something that continues to develop. It's something that continues to go on, um, which is, uh, racial issues related to sports. Um, now what I will say to kick off this is, um, I notice a lot in the world that if you have a black girl who is fit, or if you have a black boy who is fit, or a black man who is fit, a black woman who is fit, it's always, do you play sports? Or are you on the basketball team? Or are you looking to join the football team? I believe that a lot of African-Americans have heard this question in life. And it's not like I've noticed that it's never been, how are you in school? How are you academically? Are you academically gifted? What colleges are you looking into? Like, um, 
when me and Sayer first got to the school, you know, like I said, Sayer's above kid. He looks older than he is. It was coaches on top of coaches on top of coaches on top of teachers on top of coaches. It was like gnats at a barbecue. Everywhere he went, he had someone watching him. Um, I remember, I want to say our second day, I had asked him for a charger doing lunch, and we didn't, we hadn't had the same lunch then. So I'm like, hey, can you bring me a charger? I'm at lunch. And he's like, yeah, I can drop it off. He comes to drop off the charger, and I mean, heads turned. This coach was like, looking him up. I mean, from calf to arm, from calf to head, it was crazy. And goes, son, do you play ball? And he's like, you know, I'm looking to sign up. And he was like, yeah, you should do that. And as my brother's walking away, he's like, you know, looking him up and down constantly. And it was just like this feeling of uncomfort. Um, He didn't feel it uh, because, you know, he had obviously walked away. But I felt it because it's like it's weird for you to be looking him up and down and asking him does he play sports it's it's so strange so um yeah obviously as a as a big sister as a black female growing up in america i felt it and it was uncomfortable um so yeah it's it's always a constant thing of, you know, do you play ball or do you play sports? But it's never about our academics because what's most important to them is that we, like what's most important to people nowadays is that we entertain them instead of, you know, like what can I help you out academically? Because you have boys <clears throat> who have dreams to be in the NFL and some of them do make it, but you also have the little boys that don't make it and don't even have a diploma because they had a dream of becoming a football star and it never happened. So they dropped out of high school thinking, oh, you know, I'm just going to be like Cam Newton one day and I don't, I won't have to worry about paying bills or actually doing a job. I could just play, you know, football for the rest of my life. And it's sad because they never, you know, they never stood a chance in within the system. So... They were focused on a dream, which I think anybody should be focused on their dream. But you always, always, always have a plan B. And I think African-Americans in this country in general, we never have a plan B. It's always plan A. Let's get there however we can. Um, There's never a plan B. And that's what crushes us because when plan A fails, we give up. So we've essentially said, I fought that out all I can fight. That's it. And I don't think, I, I mean, I think I pretty much think that's why, you know, a lot of African Americans today suffer because a lot of us, we don't have a plan B. So, and don't get me wrong, you know, African Americans have done a lot for this country, like a whole lot, a ton. We've worked our behinds off and labor are behinds off for this country blood sweat and tears but when it comes to academics and sports and our culture it's a whole total different thing yes we contribute entertainment wise but what happens to the people who don't make it to that step if you know what i'm saying so um i'm sorry guys um so i want to so i want to go ahead and get into this 
um, issues related to race and sports. Issues related to sport, race and sports have been examined by scholars for a long time. Among these issues are racial discrimination in sports as well as the observation that there are over over pre over representations and under representations of different races in different sports. So um uh that's actually I you know that's from Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a little iffy, but I felt like it was a good snippet to kind of give you an idea of what I mean here. Um I think that does make sense. Uh it that's really talking about the lack of diversity that there is in sports and I feel like there is a such thing as lack of diversity but um I'm with you know Lamar from the from the college boycott in where it's like what coverage do these people you know do these people have once college is over and this is aside from race so it's like yes we can have it more diverse, but also what happens to the people who don't make it there in order to deal with the diversity issue? They're dealing with financial issues, they're dealing with health issues, and it's all because of free labor. Um, yeah, I this I couldn't explain to you how how good this movie was. Um, you're gonna have to check it out for yourselves, but um, yeah, it was amazing. So, you know, I feel like. It had a lot of good messages and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. So, um, with that, yeah, like I said, I think there are some diversity issues. But I'm still in the place where it's like, where's the coverage for people who don't even make it far enough to even consider these issues? Um, so, the next thing I want to talk about is um, a personal, this is like, you know, just something personal that I've seen. Uh, as somebody who has a sibling that plays football, um, and you know, like I said, this is a three-part special. So I'll be talking about my opinion. He'll be talking about his, and then we'll come together tomorrow and kind of explain to you where our heads are. So, um, yeah, from a personal experience, I went to one of one of my brother's games. Um, it was a pretty good game. Uh, they won. So, you know, I was happy for them. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of the people, uh, from what he's told us, a lot of the people on the other team have sized him up. They have said things about him. Not disrespectful, but they have said things about him like, um, uh, it's not fair. He's... He's bigger, he's this, and, you know, I feel like often amount of times, I feel, I don't know what I feel, I'm talking a lot, <laughs> but um, I lost my complete train of thought, sorry, let me rephrase, let me refresh, sorry. At my school, when it comes to sports in general, um, I think there are a lot of there's a predominant amount of African-American boys. If you look statistically at the amount of people that are failing, there are also a lot of African-American boys. Now, I know 
a lot of sports teams require you to have certain grades. But um, I remember sitting in class and overhearing a student that's on the basketball team who had been currently failing a class and was like, oh, yeah, you know, my coach told me I can I can fail up to two classes and then I'm off the team. And I'm like, but you have a similar student who is white, who has A's and B's, who says his coach is, you know, strict about his grades. And it got me thinking, like, so this coach believes that as long as I have this black student on here, I'm willing to do anything. But it's like, if I have this white student, I'm going to be more hard on him about his academics rather than the black student. Um, I think that's quite interesting because I feel like the black student, and I, you know, there are black kids that are smart, um, but I feel like the black student who will have dreams to go to go places, but let's say their parents are not as wealthy as the white student, and the white student has a full ride of college on a scholarship or they hit, their parents can afford college, and you have this black student that has to take out student loans and just to go to college and not even make it to the NFL. So it's, you know, I think that academics are really important for them because it's a, a plan, it's a plan B, essentially. So essentially when, or when my brother first introduced the idea of getting on the football team, I remember the day I had to persuade my mom to let him get on and academics was one of them because she's strict about academics with all of her kids. So, um, yeah, academic was a really, really, really big one for her. So I remember letting her know about how his grades should look and how I would help him keep up with him. And for the most part, you know, he's kept up with his grades because it's something he wants to do. But I feel like not all of his African-American teammates have that support system where it's like, okay, I'm going to help you check your grades just to make sure that you're maintaining, maintaining um, sports in school. So, yeah, I think all in all, personally, I know I'm, like, scrambling with my words is because I'm, like, tired. <laughs> um, all in all, I do believe that it's a great opportunity for black boys, but... I don't think it's their only opportunity as the world makes it. Um, I tell my brother this all the time, 24-7. I tell him, like, I have the text messages from when I'm, like, getting on the bus and he's staying after school practice. I'm like, be safe, have fun, you know, because he has asthma. Um, I'm the overprotective big sister. But um, I remember telling him to importantly have fun because at the end of the day, this is not going to make up your life. This is not what your life is going to continue to be. You're going to do amazing things and it doesn't have to just include football. Um, so yeah, I think to conclude my opinion, I think that um, African-Americans in general in football or anybody in football should be covered. Um, I think that is specifically African-Americans should always have a plan B um, when it comes to sports. 
And like I said, I'm a person who loves to have fun. So uh, more specifically than anything, I think anybody should have fun in anything that they are good in. But I also think that, um, yeah, it should be brought to people's attention, the lack of coverage these college students have and the lack of true investment these coaches, these college coaches have in their players other than the money. So, <clears throat> Sayer, you are next. Um, good luck. I hope this made sense. And I'm out.